This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. But yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Hello and welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today, I said that really fast. You did. You're, you're excited. <laughs> I'm excited to be back. Well, that's all right. Hello and welcome to the Godless Revolution. I think saying it fast sounds more established. Yeah. Like no uh, illusions talks so fast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you can they they can understand it. Yeah. Uh today is Friday, January 4th. This is episode 232. I'm your host Dan Ellis. It's 2019 now. I honestly <laughs> didn't think we were going to keep that intro. Uh-huh. I thought we were going to start over. Oh yeah. No, well, let's okay. yeah. we'll, we'll roll with it. We're going to keep it in there. First of the year. It's 2019 and the world's still fucked. We're going to have to fuck up sooner or later. Let's get it right. Let's get it done right out of the gate. Oh, uh, that means we're going to fuck up twice. <laughs> it's, it's, it's awesome that Trump has got us to a higher number than Obama ever did. Yeah. <laughs> Much higher than Obama. At least two years higher. <laughs> three, three years higher than Obama. Um, but uh, we are entering the, well, now we're into the second, almost the third week of the shutdown. Yeah. yeah. So that's exciting. Also, um, I am one of the lucky employees who gets to work for free. That's That's been a really good time. Well, we'll, we'll talk more about that yeah. in a bit. But I haven't seen you guys for three fucking weeks. What's been going on, man? Has it been three weeks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. Yeah. Today, yeah. today uh, marks the third week. Uh, Work and sick. Work and sick. Oh, yeah. You were said you were super. Yeah. yeah. You were sick at work. Yeah, I was sick at work. I woke up Christmas Day with no fucking voice at work. Awesome. And then. Merry Christmas yeah. to me. <laughs> it, it pretty much, it went like this. I I got up. It's probably like 830 because we didn't have to get up at normal time. Did anybody complain that you didn't have a voice? Oh, yes. That, oh, that's, really? where, that's exactly where the story's going. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I, I walked, there's two other guys sitting in the kitchen. I walk in there. I start grabbing a. A cup of coffee because I just wanted something hot for my throat. And the guy's like, "Oh, good morning, Duffy's like, "Um, I got something hot for your throat." <laughs> yeah, ooh, <laughs> that it is a fire station. Some man lotion. Uh, and the guy's like, "Hey, Duffy, how you doing?" I'm like, "Not so good. I have no voice." And he goes, "Duffy, get the fuck out of here right now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna make everybody sick, motherfucker. I'm like, I'm like, I just want some coffee for my throat. <laughs> it hurts. So. I got some coffee and then went back to my room and laid there in the dark for about 10 hours because my head was throbbing like. Yeah. You still sound like you got a bit of a, bit of a head thing going on. I'm, I'm, I'm a lot better. I mean, I'm still a little nasally, uh, mm-hmm. probably should have taken some, some decongestion stuff before I showed up here, but I'm not coughing anymore. I'm not hacking. I got my, some my stuff upstairs up. if you need it. Let me know. I, we can pause it and go grab you something. Well, I'm good. I mean, I, I think my voice is damn sexy anyways. <laughs> so <laughs> It sure is. How was your Christmas and New Year's? I was at work. For both? Yeah. Fuck. Well, how was Sarah's Christmas uh, and New Year's? I th- She just had fun with Oz. Nice. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. I'm going to have my Christmas party and New Year's party without Ryan and have fun with the yeah. dog. Yay. Yeah, I was, I was pretty much from the day before Christmas until yesterday working. Oh, boy. So, 
But now I'm off for seven days. I got a seven day break with this shift change. Oh, that's nice. like we're changing the schedule of the show. Yes. So, because I'm changing shifts right now. Yeah, we're recording tonight and then we'll be recording Wednesday, right? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Awesome. I'll have two shows to edit at the same time. <laughs> That'll be good. And, and my computer is shitting the bed. How, oh. was, how, are, how are your holidays? Kind of similar to Ryan's, actually. I wasn't working, but that that cold flu thing was really going around and it was a real ass kick, man. That yeah. that thing put people down for a good week or two. Yeah. Um, Christmas was just a lot. It it was nice, but it was, you know, Christmas Eve with Brandon and Danielle and all that, and then Christmas all day with Danielle's family, and then the day after Christmas was me and my siblings and my parents' Christmas, and then the day after that was Danielle with her with her step siblings and the whole sibling Christmas. So there was like four or five days straight. And I'm not social, really, so I was fucking worn out. <clears throat> so I spent the whole rest of the time battling mental illness and building uh, maps on Far Cry 5. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, so we have Tracy's family stay with us, and then we do, we do Christmas Eve and Christmas Day here. So Christmas Eve, you know, the whole family comes over. We have a, we have a big dinner and stuff a traditional danish dinner consisting of uh we usually do a a roasted roasted pork something i like, like, by like the a pig. nice mm. pork roast with some potatoes and what are there's there's these like candied potatoes and like they take forever to cook but it's these tiny little white potatoes that you put in like caramelized like, sugar like and ganache I can't remember what it's called. It's some Fergurgerflugen. So it's <laughs> some, some Danish something or other. And then like pickled red cabbage oh, yeah. stuff that's really good. And but yeah, it was good. Um, you had the grandparents over here and everything. The the whole family was over here for Christmas Eve. And then as the older members of the family, the older more religious members of the family leave, and then everybody starts to get really tanked. <laughs> So, so and it was, you know, and, and her, Tracy's brother and his fiance came in from Austin and stayed with us for about a week during the holiday time frame. And then it's just, you know, tons of family coming and going and I don't know, it's just the, the whole house was super busy the whole yeah. time. Christmas day, we do, my family tradition is we do breakfast burritos in the morning and then open mm. presents and stuff. So that that was always fun. I uh, had everybody over for that. Everybody shows up in their pajamas. My kids showed up in matching pajamas. <laughs> Gray and Lydia uh, came came as they had Game of Thrones themed pajamas. Oh. Tracy and I had. Uh, Seems like everything on that show would be pretty uncomfortable to try to sleep in. <laughs> or it's just you wear nothing. From everything I've heard about, it's just titties and dragons. <laughs> I think oh, have you not ever watched it? No. I haven't either. Uh, well, no, I started season one and there was just a lot of weird rape and uh -huh. stuff that I was like, meh. Mm -hmm. I was kind of put off a little bit. Mm -hmm. I, I just remember like the cast of it did that weird internet video where it was like this opening song, but they kept singing like titties and dragons. That's all I remember from. So that's. Uh, I mean, it. I. It must be good because everyone talks about it and watches it and everything. I just. I. I had a hard time getting past that. 
rape stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's graphic too. It's not like, and the it's not like they give, and, yeah, yeah. It's not like they give you the impression that, Oh, okay. That's what's going to happen. They like, fucking show it. It's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. It's entertaining. It's fun. Hmm. Um, and Tracy and I had Christmas vacation themed <laughs> pajamas. I, I can't remember what everybody else had. Um, but yeah, it was good. Got to spend a lot of time with family and, mm-hmm. And then New Year's, we had a little, a little gathering here at the house with a bunch of close friends and got really, really drunk. I was making, <laughs> I was, I was making experimental shots. The first two rounds were really <laughs> fucking awful. And the third round was really good, but I'm not sure how much of the first two rounds influenced how good the third round. Yeah, tasted. exactly. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah. It was, be- it was a lot better cause you were already drunk. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. You just got to remember two bitter and one sweet. Yeah. I was just, I was mixed. Oh, this sounds like it would go good <laughs> together and this. And yeah, the, the first two rounds, it was just nothing but alcohol, just all different yeah. kinds of alcohol and liqueurs. And yeah, the mm. second one, I added some fruit juice and that maybe that's what made it better uh-huh. or the third round. Um, but the family party that we had, uh, so before we took a break for the show, I told everybody that, you know, my family party on the Ellis side of the family was coming up and that it was going to be at an LDS church. And I was mm. super excited about that. What I didn't tell you is that before the, before the party, as part of the Christmas card, maybe I mentioned it, that in the Christmas card that my father sent, he also drew a fucking map of the church. No, I don't think you did mention that. (laughs) It it was on, it was on like a little recipe card, like a, like a three by five card. An index card. Yeah. And, and he had hand drawn a map that was like, of course, not at all to scale. Didn't have all the street names on it. Didn't say which way was North. Didn't like. Oh, nice. Uh, and so it was just scribbles. Yeah. Because that's useless. Yeah. It was completely fucking it was, useless. It was a kindergartner's treasure map. It was completely <laughs> and absolutely fucking useless. And, you know, of course, we're, we just figure, okay, well, it's an LDS church. And we know that it's the LDS church that my father attends. So it's going to be the one closest to his house. Probably. Right? I wonder if he was influenced by the book of Mormon, <laughs> all the maps in there. They, they, they look very much like a place, but you can't put it on earth anywhere. Mm-hmm. So that's where he got his, his cartography skills. So, so we start driving and we're almost there, but we're running late because we, you know, we had to, of course, wrap presents for everything and then put everything in the car. And then we get headed down the road. And Tracy reminds me that we had forgotten one of the presents for my father because his, you know, his birthday is on the 20th Mm -hmm. and then Christmas is on the 25th. And so traditionally I don't see him on his birthday. And then I give him both presents and I'd left one at home. So we had to turn around and come back and get it, drive all the way up. And it's in fucking Brigham city, which is like an hour and 15 minutes away from here. So we're, you know, we're like, 10, you, all, you have to go to him. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're running like 15 minutes behind and my phone rings as we're in Brigham city, like within a mile of the church. And it's my grandmother. And she's like, where are you? <laughs> and I'm like, we're on the way. We're almost there. And, and she's like, well, where are you now? And I'm like, well, we're in Brigham city. We're on, you know, 600 North We're we're headed you know, East. And I'm like, what is the address of the church? And she's like, well, I don't know. Your dad drew a map. And I'm like, yeah, he drew a map that does me no good, good at all. And it has no address on there. There's no address. 
like it's it's there's not even a north. It's it's, <laughs> it's less than helpful. Like there's nothing about this uh, that is helpful at all. He just literally put lines on a paper. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a thing called Google. So all I need is the address. <laughs> so yeah. then she's like, well, well, you know where your dad's house is? Well, you just had like three streets east of that. And then you want to turn south. And, and I was like, okay, well, this is where we are right now. Where is the church from us? And so then she told me where to go. So we get there. And of course my dad is shitty. And so I, I walk in and I'm carrying his gifts and I, I walk over and put them next to him. And for those who aren't familiar with LDS church ward houses, uh, the main gathering spot uh, for family parties, for, for anything extracurricular at the church, is the gymnasium slash auditorium slash theater area slash basketball court slash whatever. It's a carpeted basketball court generally these days <laughs> uh, with a stage and, and whatever. So he's sitting on the first little few steps from the stage because the stage has like, you know, rows of seating right in front of it. Like at the stage, like tears down oh, okay. to the floor. So he's sitting up there and I walk over and hand the gifts to him. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't call you on your birthday because I did. I forgot to call him on his birthday. My bad. But I did spend, you know, three hours at Seagull book and tape and Deseret book looking for something for him. Wandering, uh, wandering around those shitty fucking stores, <laughs> taking pictures of the various G's I, <laughs> that were there. <laughs> um, but I was like, sorry, I didn't call you on your birthday. You know, here's your Christmas present. Here's your birthday present or vice versa. You know, it depends on uh, what which... you want to do. You know, either one could fit for either. And he's like, Oh, okay. Well, you know, you're going to have to come over to my house to get your presents. And I'm like, no, we're <laughs> leaving. We're not, we're not staying for the whole thing. We've got to leave early. So we didn't bring, gifts for at the end of the party we do this bingo game every you know and then you if you win bingo you get to go and either take a present and unwrap it or take a present from somebody who's already like unwrapped a, a you know bingo white elephant yeah yeah it's it's lame and frustrating <laughs> and somebody always cries like one of the little kids will get their present taken by another kid or an adult it's just it's a frustrating thing that I have to deal with every year. <laughs> but so I did get to sit with my kids and, and my, uh, lesbian cousin, Trisha and her partner. And so we had our little progressive enclave there <laughs> while we were, while we were at the party. And so one of the first things my grandmother says to me is, well, why don't you call your dad? And I said, Oh, you know, I, I forgot I was out looking for things for him though. And, then I got home and it was too late to call and, you know, but I walked in and I told Tracy shit. I didn't call my dad on his birthday. And then she's like, well, but, but sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you here, but how old is your dad? Uh, let's see. I'm 44. Okay. So he's, he's over 44. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hope. I mean, this whole rigmarole you're going through. I mean, I believe the, the sincerity is coming through, but my question is, why, why would a 44 year old child have to be going through all of this about a phone call to a man who's over 44 about his fucking birthday? <laughs> because what a child. Yeah. Yeah. He is. He's, he's a spoiled fucking child and he treats my grandmother like she, like right. he, he's, he, he's old school. Like anything she does, you know, he just, he speaks to her really cruelly. Like there's a lot of, he's just a shitty fucking human like being. Like she's basically. just there to serve him. Yeah. Yeah, basically. And anything she does, it's like, well, why did you do that? That was stupid. And I'm like, dude, you, that's your mother and my grandmother 
and a tiny little frail person and you're just a giant yeah. fucking asshole. Uh, but so, so, you know, she's like, well, why are you guys late? And I said, well, we forgot the present. We had to turn around. Traffic was worse than I thought it would be. Um, you know, just a very, various different reasons, but it's not like we were an hour later or anything. Yeah. And then, and then I'm like, and then, you know, we wouldn't have even found the place because of course the one church that it was at doesn't even appear on Google maps. Like we, <laughs> Tracy did a search for all the LDS churches oh. in Brigham city. And the one closest to my dad's house on the map was not the church. The The church that we ended up at isn't in Google maps. So we would have gone somewhere completely different. So I'm glad that so she called because we were late. He he was at the, at one of the 200 churches in Brigham city. That's not on Google maps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, she, so she's like, well, he, your dad drew you a map and he comes over. He's like, yeah, I drew you a map and it's got my house on it and it has the, you know, the street name. And I'm like, but you didn't give me an address. And when my grandmother called while we're in the car, I'm like, you know, it would be great. She, she says, where are you? And I'm like, well, this is where we are right now. Where is the church? And she's like, well, it's, you know, you just go three streets. And I'm like, what is the address? Yeah. That would be great. If you could give me an address, that would be perfect. Especially the way they lay out the streets in this state. Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, I, I don't know what the address is. So we get there uh. and, and my dad says, well, I drew you a map. And I'm like, yeah, but you didn't include an address. What you gave me is completely useless to me. In today's age, like you may as well have given me a sextant and a, and a, and a map of the fucking stars for all the help that this hand-drawn <laughs> shitty fucking map provided for me to get here. A sextant and a star map would have been better. Yeah, it would, it would have been better. Uh, I'm like, you know, that's not how the world works these days. Like, give me an address. I put it in my phone. It takes me right fucking there. Yeah. I don't have to, or, or just give me the address. And because Utah set up <laughs> on a grid system, I can find it fucking easily. Yeah. <laughs> But you didn't even give me the address. And he's like, well, I don't know what the address is. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. You've been coming to this church now for two, three fucking years. And you don't know the fucking, that's a big fucking number on the it's side not, of the goddamn yeah. building. Yeah. Oh, yeah, also, just, doesn't he live in that town? Yeah. So doesn't he know the basic like, streets that like, he's on? Yeah. Like you, just you give think... you an, an intersect cross yeah, street. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Oh, I was just, I was so frustrated. I can, I can understand why, you know, we're running late. It's an, it's an hour plus drive there. And then I get there and it's instantly, you know, where were you? Why are you late? Why didn't you call you know, all this? You have to do all this explaining as if, as if you owe them something for what? Yeah. For what? Yeah. So, so I was just, I was, I was done. Like we got there and yeah. I was done. I, I leaned over to Trace. I'm like, can we just go now? Would that, would that be good? And she's like, I'm ready to go anytime you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, I didn't want to come. And she's like, well, I didn't either. And I'm like, why the fuck do we do this every year? <laughs> and then it's time for bingo. <laughs> so then, so then we wander, we wander over to the table where they're setting out food and we just start, you know, picking up little bits of food and, you know, Tracy and I are talking to each other and we're talking to the kids and I'm talking to my uh, cousins and grandmother and everybody. And we're just like popping food in our mouth while we're chatting and everything. And I noticed that the LDS members of my family who were sitting at a separate table were all just kind of giving us the stink eye. And I realized, oh, they haven't said the blessing yet. Uh, <laughs> they're pissed off that we're eating because they haven't said the blessing uh, yet. So, But, well, if you eat before the blessing, then it won't strengthen and nourish you. Yeah, no. how, however will that work? So, Don't you know people that don't pray for their food die of starvation? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it was just the whole, the whole, it's just, I don't, I don't know that I'm going to do it next year. I think I might just say, you know, I'm not, I'm not, well, I, I I'm think, not participating. I think I have Christmas yeah. off next year. We should just have an atheist Christmas party. Yeah. That would be, that would be nice. Anything would be better. 
Like if you want to come over and just like pull out my fingernails really slowly. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I can work on a dungeon. <laughs> Pour lemon juice into, into some wounds that you've made. It, it just, it was so fucking frustrating. And then, so we do, we, you know, we, we left early. We didn't bring gifts for the bingo thing because we were going to leave early. And I didn't know, you know, how long it would take to get dinner started, how long it would take to have dinner, all that kind of stuff. But I knew we needed to leave at, 8.30 or whatever it was. And that was the other thing, too, is that they have this party on a Saturday at 6 p.m. in fucking Brigham City. Ugh. Like, so it ruins any plans that it, anybody has for Saturday else. at all. Yeah. He's literally just saying, here's what I want to do. That's yeah. it. Like, he doesn't, he is not thinking for one second about what everyone else has to yeah. do. Yeah. He's just like, I want to do it at 6 o'clock at this church right by my house and. Yeah, well, tra- I'll go. I'll go so far out of my way as to draw you a map. Yeah, <laughs> this is how 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 selfless I am. Well, well, and on the way home, Tracy's like, so do you think that if you're if and when your grandmother dies that you'll still have this family party? And I'm like, no, absolutely not. I mean, hmm. and even if anybody else wants to participate, I'm not gonna fucking go. Like I go because, because of my your grandmother. grandmother. Yeah. And, you know, I I like my grandmother. And I like hanging out with her. She's nice and sweet. But I just can't stand being around my. He's just. Such an asshole all the time. It's like that's all he knows that's is exhausting. how to be an asshole. And everything is about him and everything is a guilt trip. And I've got to Ugh. explain. It's just like, dude, you don't have any fucking idea what's going on in my life right now. Why I'm late. Like you, you're a retired guy who sits at home mm-hmm. and has nothing to do but worry about what other people are doing. You know, yeah, I didn't call you on your birthday. I'm sorry. When was the last time you called me? Yeah, exactly. Does the phone only work for calls to Brigham City, not yeah, yeah, out yeah. of Brigham City? And it's the same kind of shit that he would. I remember when I was young, he would complain about my grandparents to me. You know, well, <laughs> now he's in the same oh, thing. They always complain well, that I don't call, that I don't visit, as if the roads and the telephone will only work one way. And it's like, dude, maybe it's just a getting old thing. I don't that's know. That's weird. But. Yeah. So, and then we're, like I say, we're at the party and he's like, well, you'll have to come over to my house to get your presents. And I'm like, well, no, we're leaving early. (laughs) Well, when are you going to get them then? And I'm like, I don't know. I guess the next time I see you, well, maybe you won't get them at all. And I'm like, okay. All right. Well, (laughs) why wouldn't you bring them to the party where we're exchanging gifts? Exactly. Yeah. The, The whole thing is about this thing. Yeah. Why are they not here? I just wanted to further inconvenience you. Well, yeah, uh, that is a total power move, manipulation move right there. After seeing what you got, I'm betting you were wishing for the ladder of you weren't going to get it. Oh, God. I did did share with uh, Matt and Ryan what my father made for me for Christmas. So... I don't know how much detail to get into here. We'll we'll have to put up a photo of it on our closed Facebook page. Yes, I will put it in for for the, those in, of in you the out there in in listening land. I will post a a, a picture or five or however many <laughs> it takes to give you the full detail of this thing that my father created. I'll put it in our in our Facebook group, the Godless Revolution community. I'm not going to post it on our regular page. It'll be in our closed group. So. If you're not a member there, you're going to want to go and, and, you know, ask to join and then you'll be able to see the pictures. I'll be sure to post those. Which, which so far there's only, there's only been like one guy that's, that's asked to join where I've been like, you have a lot of Jesus-y stuff and you're from Mexico. (laughs) Um, I'm just going to let that sit. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I don't think we've denied anybody. Um, but yeah. So anyway, it's this awful, awful framed kitschy 
thing that's in the shape of a Christmas tree that is decorated with three pictures of me, some coins, some buttons, uh, a ton of costume jewelry. Did I already say that? And like Mardi Gras beads. Yeah. And And he didn't even show any tits. And and it's in the shape of a Christmas tree complete with uh, Christmas tree lights. And apparently these are like a hot commodity for people who collect kitschy things. Hmm. Like, like if you go out on eBay, these, these things run anywhere between like one and $600 to, to buy one of these things. Yeah. But my father also half asses everything he does. And so it's just done terribly. Like it came, it, it's this framed thing on purple velvet. I, th- I think I said felt before, but it's velvet. Yeah. Well, at least, velvet. At, at least the velvet isn't wrinkled. It's on there pretty smooth. <laughs> And he hot glued everything and there were just hot glue strings everywhere. So it came, you know, it's that and you can actually plug it in and the lights are supposed to come on. And when I, I I had it plugged in and they did come on and it worked for just over five minutes before it quit working. (laughs) So then when I went to inspect it, I see that there are at least seven splices in the wires and he just used electrical tape to fix the splices. I'm guessing he got, he got them crossed somewhere or he just used really cheap and terrible lights because he also included a, a little like Ziploc baggie with probably a hundred lights to replace the lights that are every in there. five minutes. There's like, there's like 10, maybe 15 lights in the whole fucking thing. And he gave me a whole bag of these lights. But then even then when, when the lights stopped working and I thought, oh, well, I'll see if I can, you know, test them, test the bulbs to see which one may be burned out or whatever. Then I noticed the splices. Then I see that it is physically impossible for me to replace most of the lights in there because they're hot glued in to the fucking thing that he made. It's just, it's awful. And, and he did it because my grandfather had made something similar when I was a kid for, you know, for all of my uncles and my grandfather did a great job They're You know, they're, they're old and they're obviously dated, but he did a good job. And, and it's obvious that my dad spent a good amount of time making the thing that he did. It was a good attempt. No, <laughs> no, I'm it's being nice. It it's, was, a, it was an attempt. It's literally like Lady Gaga and Huggy Bear trying to make a carnival Christmas tree. <laughs> it's so fucking terrible. And so I'm really, really glad that we had an excuse to leave the party early and that I, then that, and that he didn't bring the present there to the <laughs> yeah. family party. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do feel very badly that. You know, Tracy and I left and Gray and Lydia went over to my dad's to get the presents. And apparently he made one for each of them as well. And I didn't in, in all the commotion with, you know, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and everything. And then opening up the present from my father and, and everybody having a wonderful time discussing how awesome it was. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I didn't get to go into much detail with them about their, you know, what theirs looked like and everything, but apparently, so they go over, go over to his house to get the presents and he immediately launches into a guilt trip on them. Like, why doesn't your dad like me? And, and it was like, (sighs) that's so awful. It it is so like, it's completely inappropriate to put my kids in the middle of anything like that. Completely manipulative, just way out of bounds. You, you don't fucking do that. Like. If he wants to know that, he should fucking ask me. Yeah, yeah. it's all—it's also really insecure and and you know, like oddly—I don't know what's the word for that. Uh, he's just well. It seems like the trend with your father. Oh um, yeah. Everything else. 
Yeah. Selfish, narcissistic, mm-hmm. completely self-absorbed. Yeah. It, but so, yeah. So he puts them in the, in the middle of that and they're both just like, I don't know. And I think Super Lydia, awkward. I think Lydia said that they actually told him, Hey, maybe you should ask him, you know, this, this would be a conversation we'd be, be better to have with him over a beer. <laughs> oh, maybe it's because of situations just like this one. <laughs> yeah. You know, this thing you're doing right now, yeah. this is probably going to be on the list of things. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Everyone hates this. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they told me that and I'm like, Jesus Christ, does he want me to prepare a list for him? Like, <laughs> you know, all of the different marriages, the beatings, the mental abuse, the abandoning us for two or three years while he moved to Connecticut and fucked off. And like, it's just well, like, father, starting at the age yeah, five. <laughs> yeah. Just, just fucking, he's been a peach my whole fucking life. Right. And the reason why he doesn't ask you is he knows you'll tell him. Yeah. And he doesn't want to hear the answer. Yeah. Probably. He, he doesn't want to hear that. He he yeah. knows there's a ton of shit. Yeah. It, but yeah, it's just so frustrating. And then and I haven't spoken with him since the party and I'm sure he wanted me to call him Christmas day or afterward and tell him how wonderful the gift was and how appreciative I am for receiving it. And it's just, it's not going to happen. So, but I'll also note that he hasn't called me to thank me for the presents that, right, that right, I gave yeah. him for his birthday and Christmas. Yeah, so. Of course. It it was just, it was just, it was awful. The whole, the whole thing was fucking awful. And I was just yeah. really happy. Like we left there and we went to a party at Callie and Caitlin's, um, with just some, some other friends that were there. And, you know, we got there and I, and I said, so I left my party with my relatives to come and have a party with my family. <laughs> yeah. I love being around you people. You, you are my family. Yeah. Those are my relatives. This is my family. Thanks. I, you know, and we had a good night and everything was great the rest of the time, except for Christmas morning when I had mm. to unwrap the gun awfulness. <laughs> It was just, oh man, I can't even imagine getting that. I, yeah. I, I was, I was just curious at looking at him like, what's the symbolism of, like the anchor on it. Yeah, it's pretty bizarre. Like a French coin and And what is the red and white button fucking yeah, thing? Yeah, like I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to explain most of the things that are on there. I I figure if the stuff that was so on there So it's really meaningful and personal. Yeah, yeah, it should have symbolism to you. Like if you were in the navy, the anchor would make sense. Well, I know at least so at least two of the coins I know. One of the coin was was a Utah coin. Well, yeah, so that so that's for Utah and the other yep. one is a 1974 quarter, which okay. is my birth which is my birth year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I know why I know that why those sense. two things are on there and why there are three pictures of me, but basically everything else on there, I can't fucking <laughs> explain to save my life. I don't know why the fuck they're on there. Look good. <laughs> According to who? Your, your, your dad. He's like, oh, I found this in my pocket. Yep. Oh, I found this in the driveway. This will be great here. I don't know what the, like, what the <laughs> fuck, man? What? Yeah. What the fuck is the anchor uh, on there? I don't know. Nobody in my family has been like in the Navy or. or you don't sail. Yeah. Like none of that. He it's, bought a, he bought a boat like two years ago, but it's, uh, I've never even been on his fucking boat. <laughs> it's like he cleaned out his junk drawer and stuck glued it all on yeah, there. And hot glued it on. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's talk about some other stuff. Okay. <laughs> Hi, this is Justin Schieber, formerly of the Reasonable Doubts podcast and currently of Real A Theology, and you are listening to the Godless Revolution. But I'm not going to have Nazism called secularism, if you don't mind. Uh, it's, I'm a prisoner of what I know here. I know too much about it. I've read Mein Kampf, for example, which most people have not, where Hitler says several times, starting very early on, that he's doing God's work in exterminating the Jews. He went on saying that. The Vatican was shown the book. 
In those days, they would ban any book they didn't like the look of. They were one of the great book-banning organizations in the world. They didn't ban the book that was written by the leader who made his first political treaty in Germany with them and their church and outside Germany between his dictatorship and the Vatican. If you wanted to take your oath, well, you didn't have to want to, you had to, if you were in the German army or in the SS, to take your oath to the Führer, which was compulsory. You took it like this, I swear by Almighty God, undying fealty. Around your belt, if you were a soldier in the Nazi army, you had to wear a buckle that said, Gott mit uns, the German for God, on our side. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. All right, Matt, what have you got for us this evening? Well, <clears throat> usually usually this time of year I have a bunch, a collection of thoughts or ideas or things that I've thought about for bringing to the show that haven't made it. Mm. Um, this year I just put together a bunch of random thoughts from the year and turned them into really bad poetry. Oh, ah. lovely. I'm very excited. <laughs> what are the, the, the things, the bogans or whatever? From, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The bogans, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should bring in a, I should bring in the, one of the only pictures I have as a, as a young, I don't know, toddler and, uh, looked rather like a bogan. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, this one's called suicidal felines. Cats are like depressives, always aloof. Emotionally unavailable, sleeping or staring down the street. Sure, they can climb any bridge, tower, or roof, but if they take the leap, they always land on their feet. Feeling even worse, a failure, morose, and glum, maybe leaping to their death isn't the right paradigm. But they can't even tie a noose without opposable thumbs. Plus, as cats, they'd have to hang themselves at least nine times. <laughs> this one's called Injustice. Cops smell like bacon. They like donuts and coffee. Police are part of a complete breakfast. No wonder why they wouldn't lock up OJ. Oh, <laughs> oh that's funny. Uh, this is a longer one. It's called The Arts and Fried Rice. <laughs> I like to draw. When I tell people this, there's one thing for sure. They always say the exact same thing. I can barely draw a stick figure. How did that become the standard for shitty drawing? I don't buy it. That many people can't draw stick figures? Have you ever seen Mandarin written out? Billions of Chinese kids draw stick figure letters every day before school's <laughs> out. If you flip all their papers quickly, quickly with your thumb, you'll see a cartoon of how to do karate. <laughs> I drew my own cartoon that I thought was about Buddhism, but it was a message for a fortune cookie. I didn't know that until I showed it to a Chinaman. But don't worry, don't worry. I heard a, heard a collective moan. I drew only in highlighter back then, so it was in his skin tone. Oh, I'm sensitive to social issues. Uh, this one's called food. <laughs> I'm hip to the progressivisms, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about him. I like food, and of course, barbecues are delicious. Most of the time, there isn't any asking. People just bring their favorite dishes. And there are always those brownies with mint frosting. What you're fucking disgusting. I don't mint like Mint belongs in mint. Like, like as mints, as gum, as toothpaste, mouthwash. Like and ice cream. Mint, no. 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 I fucking love mint chocolate chip. God damn it, Ryan. <laughs> I don't like those, but brownies are great. Just bring something with normal food contents. 
I don't want perfectly good desserts covered in toothpaste. I have time to eat and brush my teeth in two separate events. I also like snacks, treats, and everything in between. But it took me way too long to realize that Nutrigrain bars are just Fig Newton limousines. Uh, this one's cellular service. Uh, the Middle East is a place of stark contrast. Talking about the religion of peace amid suicide bomb blasts. Women must be in burqas because men have too much testosterone. Their faces have more coverage than their mobile phone. <laughs> uh, this one's called past tense. We say when, uh, this is just a intro. Uh, we say when I was young, there was. But we're talking about time, and the word there refers to a place. So we should say, when I was young, then was. Hmm. Um, anyway, when I was young, then was a shitty TV show <laughs> called Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. <laughs> the white girl wore pink. The white guy is green, blue, red, and blue. But now it gets stranger. Unlike the colors of Leonardo, Raphael, Michelangelo, and Donatello, the only Asian on this show had to wear yellow. <laughs> If that was planned or not, it's tasteless. They should have been the Mighty Morphin Power Racists. <laughs> <laughs> and sexist. Right? Uh, this one's called Silver Linings. The plus side of school shootings <laughs> is a day off and more Nickelodeon. Of course, this is only true if you're not the school custodian. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Another positive, when it seemed that all was lost... We got a bunch of new medical research without harming any animals out of the Holocaust. Oh. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> uh, this one's the last one. It's called Backward Thinking. Hmm. I watch a lot of television. Sh <laughs> Let me start that again. <laughs> I watch a lot of television shows about true crime. Commonly, you can identify the pedophile in no time. <laughs> Bushy mustache and glasses so thick they're photo re refractive. I'll never understand why kids find that look so attractive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be the one that all the kids go for. Yeah. <laughs> Those were fucking awful and good at the same time. Uh, thanks. Awfully good. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> oh, it's my years of year of thoughts and really bad poetry condensed into very bad poetry. <laughs> Thank you very much. You got you got other newsy things for us? Uh, yeah, I got a few of those. Let's put that one off for now. Okay. Um, surely not all the money collected by the Catholic Church goes to protecting child rapists. Nope, some of it goes to this. Los Angeles. Two nuns who worked for decades at a Catholic oh. school in California embezzled a substantial amount of money from tuition and other funds they used to pay for gambling trips to Las Vegas, church officials mm. said on Monday. The embezzlement from St. James Catholic School in Torrance appears to have gone on for at least 10 years, said Adrian Alarcon, a spokesperson for the Archdiocese of L.A. Uh, is, do they do any good anymore? Um, you know what I mean? They get all these, they get the tax breaks, they get the, they get the, the moral high ground, they get all this social privilege on, on the idea that they're some, some, there's some good that they're providing to the society. Are they doing anything? There's probably some out there that are actually doing some good for people, but it doesn't seem like the bigger, the bigger they get, the less they do. They cover mm. their books. And as soon as anyone gets into 
even a tiny fraction of it, it's all pure corruption and yeah. evil. Well, I know that here somewhat locally, the one of the whatever diocese is in Ogden, uh, they were providing food for uh IRS employees who have been affected by the shutdown mm-hmm. and may not have food or money to get yeah. food. Mm. The, and- the Catholic Church has offered some welfare services to those employees and i know there's a i don't know what kind of you know proselytizing may come with that but i know there's a jewish synagogue in salt lake that that does uh every week they set up a stand to hand out sandwiches and food to homeless people oh my god that's people doing good stuff there but yeah Yeah. it does seem that the bigger the organization gets or the bigger the entity gets the less good they actually do with it yeah. Well, the the I don't know, the synagogue man. probably just needed to get rid of all of their canned ham products. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll continue with the story. During that time, Sister Mary Margaret Cruper was the school's principal, and Sister Lana Chang taught eighth grade students. Both retired earlier this year. Neither has been charged with a crime. Why do they always do this? Uh, the amount taken from tuition payments and other funds is still being tabulated. Adding, uh, uh, Alarcon said, adding, she couldn't confirm some reports that it was as much as half a million dollars. Wow. Um, Meyer said both nuns acknowledged the theft when confronted, apologized, and are cooperating with the ongoing investigation. He said they and their order, the Sisters of St. Joseph of Carondelet, have promised uh. to pay back the money. Yeah. By what gambling? How are they? Yeah, I know. For, for their weekend jobs, uh, are they Uber drivers? They're like right. Uh, yeah, they're retired. I don't know. The archdiocese has notified police, but Meyer said church officials don't plan to press charges at this point, and instead want to see the matter resolved internally. Of course, with of course the money they repaid and the nuns disciplined by their order. Hey, well, they've handled pedophilia awesome so well. Yeah, yeah well, I know. Yeah. I think internally means something different to Catholic to the Catholic Church. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, yeah, Cooper worked at the school for 29 years and retired in June, according to the church's newsletter. Chang taught there for 20 years. Hmm. So who knows yeah. how big that was? So like how far reaching it, it it follows along with this. But so as you guys know a little bit, I do stuff like on my days off where we try to help out like the groups with the help out like six kids or veterans and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Well, apparently I got wind of a group that we had been kind of doing some stuff a little bit of a, on the side with uh, that's that stole a whole bunch of money from a kid. We were doing a fundraiser for this summer. What? That where they did a, it was a motorcycle ride and car show type thing that went on and they put buckets out for you to donate money. And the groups had set out. And the one group was uh, the servant motorcycle ministry, a group of motorcycle <laughs> guys motorcycle. that is uh, a, as a motorcycle ministry. Are well, you saying motorcycle? Motorcycle ministry. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Mo- motorcycle? <laughs> Run, uh, it runs on the stuff that you lay bricks with. Yeah. Well, apparently oh, yeah, yeah. Um, their jar of donations never showed up to the family. And this I was, don't know, man. It mysteriously disappeared. Yeah. It's and like, this, Jesus, maybe it'll be back in three days. And this is for a family that's got, I think the kid's about 12 years old, mm-hmm. and he's probably this year alone has had three open heart surgeries. Jesus. So they're trying to raise money to help pay for hospital bills and all that kind of stuff. I was going to say, what does he need with that money? He's not going to go gambling in Vegas with the nuns. He (laughs) might. I don't know. (laughs) The funny thing is, is the guy that heads up that group sent me a Facebook uh, friend request like five days ago. Oh, yeah? I haven't accepted it because I'm like, no. After hearing about the shit this guy does, fuck you. Mm. 
Well, it's all right. God will God will forgive him. Mm-hmm. Mm. But we don't believe in that. <laughs> <laughs> all he has to do is ask. Mm-hmm. But that's another example. When this, this, this is a small group that's tr- that's that's pretending like they're doing a bunch of good stuff underneath the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. and apparently that's all it ever had is. A little bit of a record of keeping the money that they've raised for a kid. That's all it ever is. It's it's so. pe- people who walk around talking about Jesus out loud never are never doing good things. Yeah. Very, very rarely. I can't, I can't, well, oh, yeah, they must be. I mean, I, it's hard to make such an absolute statement, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. There, there's gotta be, there's groups out there that do, do good. Do, uh, do, do, do. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, is, it's just like this group here. You're going to, we're going to hear more about the groups that do horrible things than <laughs> about the ones doing positive things. No, I'm not trying. I'm just trying no, to know, be honest yeah. with the aspect of it. Yeah. Not because. We, you can't deny that there are religious people out there that do do good shit. But it's like, but yeah, yeah. But it's like, I think it was Sam Harris that was saying that, you know, fundamentalism is only a problem because of the fundamentals <laughs> of the religion. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, this is paraphrased and not as eloquent as Sam is often, but always. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. I mean, if they're, if they're walking around talking, doing this whole, you know, these are my believies bullshit. The the further they suck into the books and the beliefs and everything, the worse it gets. So even if even if externally they're fighting all of that and actually being humans and doing good things, the problem is the more and more they get into it, the worse and worse it gets. You then you start getting into we can't accept gay people, you know, yeah. we you know othering and us and them stuff. And so yeah, well, a lot of the times when religious people are doing something good, it's despite what their church has to say or the Bible has yeah. to say about the things that they're doing. Yeah. Right? They're it's, better than the religion. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're acting outside of what they're, you know, of what the fundamentals of their religion would teach as, as being a good thing. Yeah. And what they should be doing, which, yeah, it, they, they don't, they don't like, they profess all this belief and that the Bible is the inspired word of God or is the word of God. And, you know, is this great moral guide, but they don't follow everything in the Bible. They pick and choose whatever they want. Yeah, of which, course. Thankfully, most of them do. Right. <laughs> because yeah. if if they didn't, then be, we'd live in a murderous hellscape. Yeah, we'd be yeah, back we'd into be, the Inquisitions. Yeah, you know, there's a group called ISIS. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And I've and I've often said that helping others is kind of a uh, what, what? How do I put it? You do it because you like to do it. And you get a, a good feeling out of it. Right. So it is kind of a, a selfish act to do something for someone else to make yourself feel good about what you're doing. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, well, if you didn't feel good about what you're doing, you wouldn't do it in the first place. Yeah. It's like that. It's like that. You know, is there is there really such thing as pure moral good? Because because of that feeling that we get, you know, it's that some people must be gift giving first for the feeling they get from giving the gift yeah be you know ahead of the good the gift does even though they're doing they're both good that's fine yeah that's well, fine that it feels good to do good in fact that's better <laughs> well yeah yeah i mean you do but, good to, to do good but I, I mean i've i've met people through doing this that are very wealthy people that before this were like fuck i never even would have crossed my mind to do this use my money in this way but after doing it and seeing the reactions on people face people's faces kind of like wow i get a it makes me feel better and feel like I've been really, really super selfish with the way I've been acting. And I think that's rare. It is rare. I've yeah. only met a couple of guys out of the 
rich people that we've tried to get help from that can actually afford to help some of these families out. And then a couple of them have been like, yeah, dude, I, this, I kind of want to do more of this because of the way it makes <laughs> me yeah, feel yeah, well. I, the way I get an enjoyment out of it. But yeah, cause if you don't enjoy it, right. You're not going to do it. Good evening and welcome to Lacrimose News, where things that are happening keep happening until they stop. Coming up next, some very nice people were poisoned. But first, the weather. That reminds me, uh, we had some listener feedback. Uh, listener Robert Cox sent us a message and he said uh, that he was looking at the donor list for the GoFundMe page for the border wall and noticed a familiar name. Jay-Z Knight donated $10,000 to it. You guys know who Jay-Z Knight is without reading um, further? No, I, I, I started reading further. But no, uh, Jay-Z Knight makes me think of like Jay-Z the rapper. But well, so we've, we've mentioned her previously okay. on the show. Uh, you, you've seen What the Bleep Do We Know? Oh, no. Yeah. She's, she's, the, she's the woman who channels Ramtha. So, so Jay Z, so the, the rest of his comment says, she's that cult leader who claims to be able to channel a 35,000 year old being named Ramtha. I think that you talked about Jay Z Knight briefly on an episode of Godless Revolution. Anyway, I looked at her Facebook page and she is definitely a full blown Trump uh, nut now. She promotes QAnon uh, and oh other garbage God. there. Whoa. That whole QAnon thing, that's, that's where I'm like, dude, you people just need to lay off the LSD <laughs> and, and MDMA. You guys, you, you do not need any hallucinogenics because you are <laughs> fucking nuts. Well, and so when you said, you know, that there are very few rich people, you know, or wealthy people, you know, who are, you know, willing and able to give money and do good things with it a lot of the time. And that's what reminded me of, of this mm. comment from, from Robert is that I, I don't know what it is about a lot of people who have a lot of wealth that maybe they just have way too much time on their hands and start looking into other alternative things and turn into fucking, fucking nutcases, man. Yeah. Like this. this <sighs> so yeah, the, this woman is in that, what the bleep do we know? And <laughs> has been on talk shows and she runs this education thing and she pumps out books she's, based on I what Ramtha yeah. has told her. All I don't these. think she's educating anybody. No, no, it's, it's really terrible scam. One of her. So I went out and read the Wikipedia entry on her. Okay. I think she's been married three times now. And one of her previous husbands, uh, sued her and, and in court said that, you know, the whole Ramtha thing is just a big scam. It's all bullshit, but she runs this like Ramtha religious education center. And mm. it's basically just a cult. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But she, maybe we'll have to actually. Re, re, should we, should we pause yeah. and go revisit her real quick? I well, remember. I want to pull up one of the, well, there, there's tons of clips of her channeling. Oh, okay. So I'll go and find one of the, the, All right. the time I watched the, what the bleep do we know? I only watched it once and I, it was during a time when I was pulling a lot of documentaries and just watching them while I was at work or whatever. And, you know, doing my job. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so anyway, so I doing my job. So I, I had that one and, you know, cause it was talking about physics and quantum mechanics and all that kind of shit. And I started watching it and I was going, what the fuck is this? Like <laughs> none of it was really making sense, but it, it's very wooey, weird yeah. bullshit. Well, I mean, she, there she is back in 1985 on the, on the, uh, Merv Griffin show. Whoa. Uh -huh. Yeah. She's been doing this for a wow. very, very long time. Uh, let me find a good video here. All right. So there's this one that I think comes from 
uh, a scene in What the Bleep Do We Know, which is a fucking terrible, awful movie. Yes. It, it had its heyday of, you know, among all of the mystic, spiritual, airy-fairy. Woodum. Woodum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Throughout the world of Woodum. If you can only watch three documentaries in your life, Zeitgeist, Loose Change, What the Bleep Do We oh. Know? <laughs> uh, guess, guess what I saw pop up on, on YouTube? Huh. Loose change too. <gasps> what? I was like, should I click? I'm like, no. Nah, I'm, I'm like, I've I've went down too much of a flat yeah. earth or rabbit hole. That's probably why that came up <laughs> in the first place. You know, I never, I haven't seen Loose Change. It's not. It's it's not good. Yeah. What is it about? Uh, World Trade Nine Eleven Inside yeah. Job. Oh, good God. It's. I it's, think it's, it's one of the things that really kicked it off because I saw yeah. it like ten years ago. It uh-huh. was on the inter- It was on there like for. A, it takes you. Oh my gosh, dude! All the way to the JFK stuff and through <laughs> but, through Manchurian candidates and all. It's kinds one. Of it's stuff. one of those things. I mean, where, loose change itself doesn't, but like the rabbit hole. Yeah, mm, but of it's, all it's, those conspiracies. I I love when I when I come across a nine eleven truther, like yeah. like like how do you explain that? And I go, well, remember that really famous golfer that died in that plane wreck? Well, here's an image of his plane crash. I'm like, wow, you can't see any parts of the airplane because it went straight <laughs> into the ground at 600 miles an hour, kind of like this plane did. Went straight <laughs> into the ground at six miles, 100 miles an hour, just fucking ins- gone. Vaporized. Vaporized. Yeah. But how do you explain that the towers fell at the speed of fall? Well, they didn't at the speed of fall. <laughs> <laughs> it was gradual, and they, they, you can see them leaning at the speed of fall? fall. At the speed of uh, <laughs> a terminal velocity. <laughs> or the one where they go. Jet fuel doesn't burn that hot, Ryan. Yeah. Well, but steel doesn't need to be that hot to bend. <laughs> Thermite. <laughs> and, and there was wreckage on the on the lawn of the uh, uh, Pentagon. Planted there by the CIA, yeah. no doubt. <laughs> I loved, I, I saw a video. With well, I mean, I, it does kind of suck that like. 3,000 citizens died and no politicians because they dropped, they took that plane down. Yeah. 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 It should have been the other way around. But I, I, I saw a video where a guy was trying to prove that you can burn down the World Trade Center with thermite. In the lengths he had to go through to build a device to hold the thermite just right to be able to cut through a beam was fucking <laughs> insane. It's like yeah. you had to engineer a steel box that you had to weld to the fucking beam in the first place to get the thermite to travel right where you wanted it to. And you're telling me they did that on all the beams in the World Trade Center. Nobody noticed. And then after it was on fire for an hour, then you ignited the thermite to cut the fucking beams. <laughs> yeah, because that makes it look like the building fell on its own. Okay. Mm. <laughs> they were very smart in their conspiracy. Yeah. But yeah, I think oh. I think this comes from what the bleep do we know? And this is just a clip of Jay-Z night. And I don't know if she's channeling Ramtha here or not, but. She's making up an accent. She's, she's... Yeah, I don't know where she's trying to be from. She's interesting. God must be greater than the greatest of human weaknesses. And indeed, the greatness of human skill. The God must even transcend a most remarkable to emulate nature in its absolute splendor. In its absolute that's, splendor. That's just word mush. But and just a <laughs> sentence before she said nature with a hard R at the end. So, <laughs> so what the we'll, exactly we should look is up going and see where here. she was born and stuff later. How can any man or woman sin against such a greatness of mine? How can any one little carbon unit on Earth? 
in the backwaters of indeed the Milky Way, the boondocks. The boondocks of the Milky Way? Like, there are. Oh, God. I just. The, I mean. <laughs> Oh, get this. To get, to get going or started on this would be like, oh my God. Her name's Judy Zebra, <laughs> and she was born in fucking Roswell, New Mexico. Oh, well, there you go. So she knows all about the government conspiracies. That's really weird. She's 72. The, the heat has fried her brain. <laughs> or the aliens that la- crash landed there. Almighty. That is impossible. The height of arrogance is the height of control of those who create God in their own image. She says as she channels some fucking 35,000-year-old, yeah. uh, just she's she's an awful person. She's terrible. Well, but. I'm pretty sure that was her channeling Ramtha because at one point she says, how can they defy me? Is Ramtha a god? I don't, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, she's terrible, and we got that from uh, Robert, and so I thought I would share it with you all. Uh, we had some other interesting stories sent to us. Um, I kind of want to start a cult now. <laughs> oh, yeah? Just for fun. Uh-huh. I see. This one was sent to us from Jerry Presley, and it's that uh, Arkansas minister sells believers heavenly air in mason jars. Which I can't. I but this so I have not I have not read okay. this but I just noticed that this is from my friend Andrew Hall at uh-huh. Laughing in Disbelief over on Patheos and a lot of his stuff is satire. Okay. So and he's Andy's a very funny guy. Andy and Jack do uh the Naked Diner podcast uh, yeah. together. And when I was on the Naked Diner Andy had something wrong with his car and wasn't able to uh. be on the show. Um, but yeah, I, I visited with both of them quite a bit at the last American atheist convention and yeah, Andy's, Andy's a really funny guy. Uh, but this says so there's a chance this can be a fake story. There's a chance. We'll have to read through it and see, uh, says Pangburn, Arkansas, Reverend Lucius E. Polk is selling heaven's air out of his 2009 Ford Focus hatchback and believers are loving it. Reverend Polk is selling empty Mason jars, supposedly filled with the air of heaven for eight ninety nine. And can't keep up with the demand. And, oh yeah, so that is underlined and has a link that just as I hover over it, the link says patheos.com slash blogs slash laughing in disbelief is this satire. Let's see what that says. Have you clicked on a link to a story in your here? The story you're reading is satirical. Ah. <laughs> Post may have links to real events that satire is based on, but the laughing in disbelief article is fake. There are winks to readers in each piece beside the link to this page that I humbly offer as hints that the story in question is satirical. Uh-huh. Well, that's fun. Well, but the thing is, is I would not put this past somebody. Yeah. It oh, reminds yeah. me, it reminds me of the whole raw well, water what, craze. Yeah. Well, that's what makes satire sometimes so, really hard to distinguish yeah. is, is because people are fucking lunatics. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, God is blessing me spiritually and financially, the man of God stated. My mustard seed of faith is growing so much I can now afford to buy those $20 scratch tickets. <laughs> the label on heaven's air bills the product as 110% pure air from heaven, and you too can breathe the same air as our Lord Jesus above. Reverend Polk tells of all the health benefits from cracking open a mason jar of heaven's air and breathing its contents. 
They include, <laughs> but are not limited to, dislodged bile, cures sick headache, female ailments, <laughs> colicky pains, vapors from the spleen, <laughs> skepticism, <laughs> gripes, and dropsy. Users of Heaven's Air report miraculous healings and spiritual awakenings. Janet Mason of Big Bend swears Heaven's Air is her mother's little helper. Quote, whenever my eight kids start gnawing on the drywall, I just open a jar and my day gets divine. Ava Divine of Malvern, Arkansas, insists she insists her female ailments become submissive to the Lord. Local health, local health officials are warning the populace not to spend their hard-earned money on untested atmosphere. There's no way to confirm Reverend Polk's claims that angels take the mason jars to heaven every night to fill them with heaven's air. God doesn't work that way. You pray. His plan doesn't include you getting cancer. When you get cancer, you thank him for the privilege. <laughs> Clan County Chief Leecher Andrew Kennard uh, stated. Clan County. People aren't listening, however. They love those mason jars and there's no end in sight of heaven's air. This list is based on Daffy's Elixir and Beecham's Pills. It's it's probably, you know how like when people have a meth lab and they got to put like garbage bags outside to catch the air that's really toxic? Mm. He's just pumping it right in the mason jars. <laughs> uh-huh. That actually ties nicely into a thing I brought, if that's... Yes, please. You, you got a story on meth? No, but he was... <laughs> in that article, they were using all kinds of old-timey illnesses that yeah. would cure, and I... Mm. I just happened to have with me a bill of mortality from London, 1665. Ooh. A bill of mortality. Yeah, which like lists all the casualties oh, from okay. the year mm. uh, to go with the last show's odd pre-scientific illnesses that mm. I... That I mm -hmm. Uh, so these are records of deaths for the year. Many of the causes of death are known diseases or causes like age, drowning, or tuberculosis. Uh, importantly, this is pre-scientific world and some causes listed are uh well not science um <laughs> huh. uh 24 people were killed by cancer and wolf wolf or wolf cancer and wolf cancer and wolf so wolf it seems if you're eaten by a wolf then the emphysema becomes a little inconsequential yeah. <laughs> it's like not probably not the proximal cause of death the cancer or do they probably figure the, eaten by the wolf? Or do they figure the wolf killed them because they had cancer? I don't know. It's kind of mm. like the like wolves or predator animals will sometimes take the weakest out in the pack, and sometimes those have diseases. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Possibly, or maybe wolf was something else entirely. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Uh, one person died of falling sickness. Um. What, which floor do they fall from? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I thought maybe it was a term for epilepsy, but they actually yeah. have convulsions and cramps as a cause of death. So, huh. Well, falling sickness, I think, in other countries is It'd called be... splat. Oh, I was going to say nar <laughs> I, I was gonna say narcolepsy. <laughs> so they thought the one guy who hurled himself off the cliff was just, he had the falling sickness? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Ten people died of grief that year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sad. How did he die? If death. <laughs> How many people do you think died of mother? Mother? Um, 15. Died of mother? That was the cause. Mother. Mother. Mm. Zero. 
but it why <laughs> they don't have any other categories they it's not like it's not like they have a whole like spreadsheet that has all these p- causes and they just type in the numbers they're writing out everything so they wrote out cause of death mother zero i have no idea why huh. i don't even know what that would mean well maybe one person died of it the previous year they just want to let you know hey this year nobody died nobody of mother died, yeah really bad postpartum <laughs> 23 died of king's evil King's evil. Mm-hmm. Is that when you get beheaded by the king because he's pissed? I don't know. What is that? 203 died from Rising of Lights. Rising of... What the fuck? <laughs> rising of Lights. They were abducted by aliens. Uh-huh. <laughs> the probe broke off. <laughs> 16 died of vomiting. Oh. So apparently King's evil is scrofula, formerly Scro- held to be curable by uh-huh. the royal touch. Huh. I see. So is it King's evil because the king does not touch you to cure it and he's evil for yeah, not yeah, touching I guess you? So. I don't know. And scrofula is a disease with glandular swellings, probably a form of tuberculosis. Okay. Hmm. Well, that makes some sense. Uh, one, one poor fellow died of fright. <laughs> <laughs> Did his hair turn white? That would be cool. 21 died from just plain evil. Oh, okay. Just, does it say just plain evil? It just evil? says evil. Oh, yeah. okay. King, the king helped him out, but it just the evil got him. Yeah. Um, One choked with fat. Choked with fat. Too much bacon. Six died from being bruised. <laughs> I watched some of your bacon video. Oh. You posted. Yeah, from, that was my last deployment. Did you vomit? No, I was, I was not feeling good. I had a total sodium overdose with that oh, i'm yeah. sure it was and it was like boiled bacon not like fried ew it was iraq <laughs> everything was boiled ew. how do you boil bacon i don't know Gross. i don't know because it, 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 was, it was like chewy bacon yeah yeah okay continue <laughs> Who, how many died to chewy see. bacon <laughs> um one ah. uh 206 died of mortification Mortif- mortification they were embarrassed to death <laughs> oh, i was gonna say did they get more the mortician killed them i'm mortified yeah 75 died of lunatic oh just went crazy five died of itch itch, itch. math hmm. hmm no uh one died of lethargy mm-hmm. just gave up <laughs> one person died suddenly <laughs> 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 Another guy died of sore leg. Huh. Um, and do you think these are things where people just like, these are all different suicide? Like, I don't, the, I don't these are the reasons for the suicide, like sore know. leg. I don't think so. Lethargy. Well, I, I like when I hear sore leg, I wonder if the guy had, had a, like an, like an embolism in his leg. Uh, like, oh, my leg's hurting, but he actually uh, had a clot. Uh, and once the clot breaks loose and it goes to yeah. your heart or lung, boom, you die. He's like, well, he had a sore leg. Then he just died. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly the sore leg killed him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 75 died of, they were overlaid. 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 Too much sex. That's a, that's a mm. good problem. Mm. Were they hookers? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 41 made away with themselves. That sounds like suicide. Uh, or they just yeah. left. Uh, it just but sounds how, like. I, it, then how do you know they died? Well, yeah, I guess that's true. Maybe that is suicide. That, that, I mean, that, that would, that's what made it kind of made away, away with, with themselves. themselves. Like I just they, assumed, they took care of themselves. Yeah, they made yeah. themselves leave. Yeah. Made themselves away. Yeah. I just assumed they fucked off. And then people were like, oh, <laughs> we, they're probably dead. <laughs> they're probably clearly dead. dead. If you're not in our little community, yeah. clearly you're dead. We, we, yeah. don't, we don't check the next village over. 
<laughs> they die crazy all the time. <laughs> yeah. He might have died of cancer and wolves, but we'll never know because he's not here. <laughs> and finally, eight people died from wind. Oh, <laughs> wind. I wonder how. <laughs> I don't know. Those like silly Brits. Like, did they go surfing in the wind and the waves got them? I don't think <laughs> they surf very much no. in, in England. Died from wind. wind. Hmm. I can't even imagine. What Is that? that would I wonder be. if wind, like they lost, like they, they they stopped breathing, like they couldn't breathe. Asthma, maybe. Like, yeah. Oh. oh. I mean, you gotta like the medical technology. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, horrible. No, they knew nothing. Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, I like beans on toast and lived in small areas. Maybe it was gas poisoning. Yeah. Gas. Because what? Yeah. What well, you said? This was 1700s. 16. 1600s. So germ theory wasn't even a thing yet. No. Hmm. 1665. Hmm. And that's when they still believed like your 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 bloodletting. Your your leaching. brain was in your heart. Huh. Did they? Yeah, that, that, there's there was always there was a long common thought that you couldn't do anything around the heart because that's where your soul laid. Oh, the soul, yeah, okay. And the brain really didn't do anything. Like they didn't really know the the function of this thing up oh, here. Oh, sure, yeah. And they thought it came from here. Like your soul was what was actually doing everything. Hmm. So that's why it, it was you couldn't do anything with the heart. The, the, hmm. They technically could have, but hmm. anyway, yeah. So. Grateful for modern science and medicine. <laughs> and it's always the thought that 200 years from now, they'll be going like, what the fuck uh, were those people thinking? Isn't that amazing? Or yeah. we think we're it's so hard. smart. It's hard to imagine that, you know, because. It is hard. because It's we, like, what else could, you know. Because what we don't know. How could they know that much more than us? Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't know what they could know. What they will know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Hmm. Hi, everybody. This is Mikey Weinstein. I'm the founder and president of the Military Religious Freedom Foundation. And you are listening to The Godless Revolution. The state of mind that everyone's in, including the press, in listening to him is just is to take potentially the most serious things in the world not seriously. And the, the least serious things in the world, like, you know, Meryl Streep or what he thinks of her acting, uh, you know, that becomes a, that dominates a whole news cycle. It's, uh, it's very upside down. It seems to me to be quite new as opposed to, I mean, lies are, are perennial, but I feel like we're in a very different space now with, with, with the consequences of, of misinformation. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! Listener Alan Furkanoff sent us this story about one of the stupidest people in Congress. I think He's probably the stupidest. At least he's got a name that fits it. It's our old pal, Louis Gohmert. Yeah. <laughs> Louis Gohmert to Fox and Friends. Extend shutdown for a while until hell freezes over. Because that's a great thing for the American populace and all of the federal workers who are impacted by such a thing. Well, yeah. and then, like every shutdown. It costs more money to shut the government down than it does to keep it open in the fucking first place. Oh, dude, yeah. It, it is so fucking wasteful. I can't tell you, like, there, there's so much work that is going undone. And then people like myself who are forced to work for free, and, you know, we have no guarantee that we're going to be paid, no end to the shutdown in sight, no, no anything, but I still am required to go to work because. Mm -hmm. I am an accepted employee because we are deemed essential to the IRS's 
regular routine operations. It's also well, not like uh, this should this should be like in the nuclear option category, but it, it's become just a conversational manipulation tactic to just well we'll just shut the government down mm-hmm. till we win. Mm-hmm. It's a stamp your feet kind of kind of move that they're that they're just doing every year now. Well, and now and it's one of those things. It's it's one of those self fulfilling prophecies. I think we've mentioned a few times on the show that you know Republicans have this thing that they do where they they point the finger at a government agency and say, look at this government agency, they're fucking up, they can't do anything right, we need to cut their funding. After they've already cut funding, yeah. which is directly tied to why there was their an performance issue is down. Yeah. In, in the first place, you you don't, you know, you, you create hiring freezes and pay freezes, you cut budgets, and then those agencies start to fail, and then they point at them and go, look at this terrible agency. Yeah. Look at this wasteful, terrible, awful agency that can't get the work done that they need to get done because we've made it impossible for them to do that. Yeah. How dare they? Because yeah, yeah, we yeah. want you to do more with less now. Yeah. So do more than you did before with less than you had before. Yeah. And and I am one of those lucky, lucky government employees who gets to work for free currently. And I, you know, we've been directed that. We have to report to work, but that we can only perform duties directly related to tax filing season, which means yeah. we can't do any kind of training, no, no anything, no improving of the software or anything like that. It has to, unless it's directly related to, you know, if there's a problem with, you know, if something is broken, we have to get it fixed for filing season. Uh, but then it's like, okay, well, but there are all, there are all these other things that are in the works to improve or to fix other things that are going on that I can't get done because, you know, the other 90% of the, of the IRS workforce isn't there to do the things that they yeah. need to do to let me accomplish what I need to do. So and, and, it's just, it's fucking bullshit. And then when they come back, they're going to have to do makeup work. Because they've yeah, been it's behind. Like, it's not like the work has gone away. No, it's just piling <laughs> up. So now there's probably going to be a lot of overtime paid out for those people to catch up on that work or forced. Like, hey, we have a deadline. Same deadline as before. But guess what? Now you got to do the same amount of work in half the time. Mm-hmm. So you're free to work weekends or All stay. of the work that you couldn't get done before because of of budget cuts and yeah. staffing cuts and everything. Now that's just been piling up, so that's all still there. You'll have to catch up on all of that, plus your regular duties that you would yeah. perform anyway. And, you know, the IRS doesn't only do things behind the scenes. They also communicate with taxpayers and, and the American public all the time. People call with questions about their tax bills, with questions about mm. how to pay their taxes, how to file their taxes, yeah. the changes to deduction, you know, all of these different things. And on top of that, of course, there was this, big sweeping tax reform that everybody's been working yeah. their asses off to get in place for filing season that now it's like, okay, well, we're already now two weeks behind because of the shutdown. How much longer is this going to extend? And there's nobody there to answer calls from anybody. They're yeah. like, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculously expensive and wasteful. There are people who, you know, had trips planned to go to training or to, uh, you know, fix something, work on something somewhere else that cancel all of that. Yeah. All of that, all of that is just canceled for stalled. You know, if you were in the middle of a trip somewhere when the government shut down, fuck it, you're done. You're you can't do back. anything else. You're coming back home. Mm-hmm. And then we're still going to have to send you back out there again anyway. So then there's, you know, an increased cost to send you out there twice. Yeah. yeah. 
It's just plane tickets and hotel reservations yeah. and rental fraud. cars. <laughs> <laughs> they complain about fraud, waste, and abuse all the time, and it's like, you fuckers have have known that this deadline is coming to pass a budget, to pass yeah, funding yeah, yeah. for these government agencies. It's your that's your fucking job. That's your job to get this done to keep the government running and working. And you didn't food you didn't do your fucking job. And so now a bunch of other people are out of work. A bunch of people are still working and not getting paid for it. Meanwhile, Congress is there still getting paid, still showing up for work, still not getting a fucking thing done. Yeah. And this is what I said. This is what I meant. Like this, this should be absolute last resort. Only if you have to have to do this, should this ever happen? Mm -hmm. It, It should not be a negotiation tactic between, you know, for bipartisan politics in Washington. That's, yeah, that's, you know, it's becoming an every year thing now. Yeah, that's ridiculous. This is the third shutdown since Trump has become president. How many years has he been president? Uh, two. two? Yeah. Not even a full two. Me. January 20th is a full two years. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So, and just today he held a press conference after a meeting with Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, wherein the president said that, I don't care if the government is shut down for months or, or even or years, years. That, 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 yeah. that'll be fine that's fine with me and really a lot of the people who are yeah. affected by this you know they they want it to happen they want they want no. me to keep fighting the big supporters of no me. Yeah. No. no no you don't look yeah. at any he must not be looking at any poll any national polls on this no he's not because the vast vast majority of americans do not support shutting it down they do not support well, funding for a border wall this is also coming from a guy who's ever had to actually work a day in his life for a penny and he still really doesn't do any fucking no. work. No. It's ridiculous. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I'm working and I don't know if and or when I will be paid. Well, did you take the president's advice and go get get a job like mowing lawns or oh, shoveling driveways? And, and Or to talk to my landlord to see if there are some, you know, around the house tasks that I can do, some home improvement. I This is my home. I, I have a mortgage. I don't, I don't yeah. have a fucking landlord. <laughs> <laughs> that I can go to and say, hey, can I, you know, do some work around the house to just shit like that where he has he's completely fucking clueless yeah, about how the yeah. world works. And so if you're not currently a Patreon patron of the show, <laughs> now would be a terrific time for you to become one. I would I would really appreciate it. That would be awesome. <laughs> Might uh, make sure that, you know, we can keep the show going and uh, the lights on here at the uh, Ellis Homestead. <laughs> but uh so this came to us from listener Alan Furkanoff, and it's about Louis Gomer, uh. Republican from Texas, who said on Friday during an interview with Fox and Friends that the government shutdown should continue until hell freezes over if funding for a southern border wall isn't secured. The comments from Gomert come as the government continued its partial shutdown for a seventh day with an agreement unlikely to come before the end of the year. The shutdown began Saturday after the president's demand that $5 billion be included in a spending measure for wall funding was rejected by Democrats. Congressman, how long should the president keep the government closed? Asked Fox and Friends co-host Griff Jenkins. Again, it's only a part of 25%, noted Gomert in response. Congress has already approved prior to the current shutdown that 75% of the government would be funded through September 2019. And because we keep seeing people losing their lives without one, You'd do it till hell freezes over, the congressman added. January, February, Jenkins attempted to clarify, until hell freezes over, 
Gomert insisted, because we owe it to our country. And the best thing we could do compassionately for Mexico and Central America is not give them money that ends up in the hands of drug cartels. It's to secure the border so the drugs quit coming and we don't lose 70,000 more lives a year and Mexico becomes a top 10 economy because we got out the corruption. That's compassion. Nothing about that is accurate. No. <laughs> President Trump took to Twitter on Friday with a threat to close the southern border entirely if an agreement cannot be made with obstructionist Democrats over funding. Ugh. So if you can close the southern border entirely, why do you need a fucking wall? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why? Just, I can't. I can't. And the people who believe this kind of thing, I just... I have a hard time reconciling that I live in a country with people that fucking stupid. I know, I know. Well, and it's also the fact that a large portion of our border, you can't put a fence or a artistically designed slatted wall up, which was in a tweet. <laughs> uh, because you got things like the Rio Grande or the southern half of the Rocky Mountains that are in the way mm -hmm. that cause a natural barrier. That we can't build this fence he wants on or wall. We can't, we, sh we can't build it anyway. And, and the sections that we have been able to build border fences, artistically designed slatted walls on, <laughs> guess what? That's already been fucking funded and we've been doing it. Mm -hmm. That's already done. There's already money in the budget that's been there for a long time from an act from 2006. To take out the fencing, the old Constantine wire fences, and replace it with the slatted fences mm -hmm. where they can see through it. But it has never been a deterrent. People still fucking climb those fuckers. There's a thing called a ladder. Climb it, tunnel under it, yeah. go around it. Yeah. Like it just, it's a ridiculous waste of fucking money. And you have Trump saying, well, it's like, you know, it's, it's a very small, tiny amount of money. It's $5 billion. And when compared to the trillions of dollars that we spend, it's really just nothing. And this is from the same fucking party who complains about funding to PBS for like $35 million. Yeah. yeah. But he wants $5 million, $5 billion that he says is a drop in the bucket. It's nothing. These are, these are the so-called fiscal conservatives yeah, yeah, yeah. that we hear about all the time. That he wants to shut down the government that is costing, I, I, you know, I wonder if anybody's published an yeah. article about how much it actually costs yeah. per day when the government is shut down like this. Yeah. Because I guarantee you that we're probably running up to over $5 billion now that's just being fucking wasted. Thrown away, yep. It's so frustrating. And, and it's being wasted because they want, what they're fighting for is to waste more money. Yeah. We want to waste money. No, you can't do that. Then we'll waste money until you let us waste money. Yeah. It's frustrating and it's, and it is greatly concerning. I mean, like I have a little bit of savings. Uh, I have some credit cards that we could probably fall back on, but you shouldn't, shouldn't have to. I, yeah. That, that shouldn't be a thing that I have to worry about. And I shouldn't have to fucking work without knowing I'm going to be paid. Like yeah. there are, there are laws against that yeah, kind exactly. of thing for any other employer in the United States that you can't have people work for you for, for, for free. free. So I, I got some numbers here really quick. So the the last major government shutdown in 2000, this article's from uh, January 20th of 2018, mm. so of last year. Mm. Uh, so the last government shutdown in 2013 for 16 days cost the government $24 billion. Yeah. Uh, and th then the shutdown last January, they were estimating was, estimating was going to be $6 billion a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wasteful. Oh man. So wasteful, ridiculous. So he's wasting all of this money to get five billion that he's not going to get. No. Yeah, yep. the, there there were reports earlier this week that uh during a meeting, you know, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer were like, Look, this isn't a battle you're going to win. Like we're not going to give you the funding for this. It's just it's not gonna happen. But they, so why don't we do this? Let's let's take let's take you know, we, we can break this up into separate bills to fund uh, you know, the Internal Revenue Service, yeah. the Coast Guard. We can do DACA. all of these things separately and then we can then we can deal with, you know, the issue of funding for the border wall, whatever. And we can even provide funding for DHS to get all of that back up and running yeah. to pay for TSA and things like that while we're working out the details on, you know, how much, if any money you're going to get for the wall. But in the meantime, why do you have all of these other agencies shut down that have nothing to do with the fucking border yeah. wall? Well, and one thing I had read said it costs an, about an average of $3.5 billion a year to run the, the, just the security at the border for all the, you know, the checkpoints, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So they agreed in the first bill to give an additional $1.5 billion, which would put the border security funding at $5 billion. Mm. And he said, no, because it wasn't for the wall. Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, some other fucking dipshit that he watches or listens to called him a pussy. Probably. Yeah. And so now he doesn't, he, he, he feels like he can't go back on that. And he has to, he has to have a win here. So the, yeah. what I was saying earlier is that there were reports that he met with Schumer and Pelosi and they said, you know, let's, let's fund these other agencies. Let's get this taken care of while we work out this other thing. But it's, you know, it, it doesn't make any sense to have these other agencies shut down for this one thing that is unrelated to these other agencies. Yeah. So let's break out funding for them separately. We can we can argue about funding for DHS or, or the wall or whatever else. And Trump refused to do that because he said it would make him look like a fool. Yeah. You already no. look like a fucking yeah. fool, dude. That uh, that ship has fucking sailed. The horse is out of the barn. That, that happened, shit is that shit is yeah, done. That happened in 1980. <laughs> yeah, you nobody doesn't think that you're a fool anyway. Well, who who isn't a right wing talking okay. head, right? Everybody else knows that you're a fucking fool. But even them, even they, they might, as we were talking about before the show, they might like overall some of his policies and ideas but they still think he's a buffoon yeah, and, he, yeah. and he doesn't he doesn't come across well and he doesn't explain his ideas succinctly or anything they still think that even people yeah. who's the only people who don't think that are those hairy back trailer trash swamp dwelling knuckle dragon cousin yeah, humping exactly no well, knotted sock yeah tooth flossing even <laughs> even even the rhetoric they keep putting forward is completely wrong where they're saying the democrats just don't want border security they want to have open and free borders so people can just keep crossing back and forth whenever they want yeah i'm like and that's just then why did they offer bullshit. you an extra 1.5 billion dollars to go to the people that are actually are helping do border security yeah it's it's bullshit and and they're not they're not doing anything to reform our immigration laws. No, no, you know, which, it, which it's needs to be. No, done. you just want to keep people out because fuck brown people. Yeah, and it's, it's and it's and all of this it's all based on it's all based on this premise that immigrants are s this massive drain on U.S. economics. Yeah, which is also not true. No, no, they actually kind of it's this mass it's my, this my, huge fear of. Oh, sorry, Ryan. I was gonna say my, my migrant workers actually help our economy mm -hmm. quite a bit. Mm -hmm. We kind of rely on migrant workers. 
one, and a lot of them pay into a system that they will never, never get any money yeah. back from. They all, you know, they they may take on an assumed identity or whatever, but they're still paying taxes. They're yep. still paying social security. None of which, which is, they will get back. Which is another thing that people are always misquoting, saying that they they take from the system but don't pay in. I'm like, no, well, it's actually the exact opposite. Yeah. They pay in, but they're not allowed to take yeah. in from fact, the system. Some of them might be the reason why these people even have social security at this point because the baby boomers fucked that so hard. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got the fact that we're closing down border entry points and lobbying tear gas across the border at them when it says right in our in our immigration laws that in order for them to seek asylum, they have to enter the United States through a border checkpoint. Mm -hmm. So they all show up at a border checkpoint to enter through to seek asylum. And what happens? They shut the border down. And they launched tear gas at him, tell him to get away from the fence. And it's like they were trying to do it legally. They announced months ahead of time, we are coming seeking asylum. And yeah. they show up at a checkpoint to seek asylum. And you close the checkpoint and launch tear gas at him. They were doing what they were supposed to do legally. They were following the rules that we made for someone to seek asylum. Mm -hmm. and, the, and even then we're like, no. Fuck you. Republicans yeah. don't play by rules. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, then they go, well, look, they're climbing the fences. Like, yeah, some people were climbing fences. They were doing it the wrong way. The ones that showed up and lined up at the fucking border in uh, like Tijuana and places, and then you fucking shut it. Mm -hmm. You close the border. So even Americans that were on the other side trying to get back to the U.S., they had to go find another border to cross at. Well, and it and it is a complete lack of of being able to show any bit of empathy or compassion. It's like they view people from south from south of our border as subhuman. Yeah, which is they're they're not real people. They're yeah, not exactly. real humans. They're I mean well, just it's it's a tribal mentality. Well and and to figure that you know these people leave everything behind. They leave with literally the clothing on their back and whatever they can fit in a backpack and hopefully enough water to keep them hydrated long enough to get into the hands of Customs and Border Patrol, who hopefully will recognize if they're dehydrated and won't let children yeah. die in their custody. Right. But they leave because they are they fear for their lives. Yeah. It's not that they're coming here to steal. And, they're not coming here to steal and rape. They can do that wherever the fuck they are already. Right. They're, they're, they're trying to run from the, the cartels and the dictators that we put in to power down there through fucking war. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Think, think about this for a second. Wherever these people are coming from. Our places we fucked up. Trump is a better option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's people who are fleeing being murdered or having yeah. their family murdered. They come here with their children to try to protect them, and Republicans say, "No, fuck you, you're brown." Well, yeah, I, I did make We're a joke. Christians. Yeah, I, I did make a joke to an ultra conservative person, like, "Why are all these people trying to come to America?" I'm like, "They're not trying to come to America. They got to pass through America to get to fucking Canada, where everything's better." <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that, well, that's just it too. Like, why aren't we worried about our northern border? Right. We're not. They're white. <laughs> it just, it, it, it is so obviously blatantly a racist xenophobic yeah. thing that yep. is going on where they, where they do have no empathy, no compassion, no understanding of the human condition and that these people are escaping 
horrible, horrible atrocities in the places that they're leaving to come here with absolutely nothing and start their entire lives over again. Knowing that when they come here, they're not going to be handed a golden mansion or anything. No. They're going to have to work their asses off to get anything just to fucking survive. And to them, that is a better option. Yeah. That they leave everything that they have. They leave their entire lives behind because they fear that if they don't, they won't have a life there at all. Yeah. yeah. And they're not going to come to America and just be like, oh, we're going to give you social security. We're going to give you all this money like a lot of Republicans think. That's what they're think. afraid of. Yeah. yeah. They're really like, no, afraid of that. Guess what? They don't get that shit. They're going to go and, and have to learn how to speak English so they can work at, at a McDonald's. Well, unless they're in some place where it's more Spanish speaking in but here's, parts of the United States. But here's my States. problem. Who fucking cares? Who cares if we were giving them all that money? Yeah. It costs less to fund them than it does to shut the goddamn government yeah, down and build a wall. Yeah. Yeah. A whole Just lot Just fucking less. give them the money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who cares? They're human beings. Yeah. Crying out loud. Show a little fucking compassion and kindness. What would Jesus do, right? Isn't <laughs> yeah. that what the fucking Christians that are doing this kind of yep. shit say all the time? What would Jesus do? Would Jesus say, no, fuck you. This is our land. Go back to your country. In fact, no. guess who's the villain of the story when he didn't have room at the inn? <laughs> when Jesus knocked on, when the Mary knocked on the door to have Jesus and the innkeeper put him out in the fucking manger in the yep. barn. Yep. That's what you're fucking doing. You're the innkeepers. <laughs> and and they do this, ironically, at Christmas time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when, when you got fucks yeah. like Joel Olstein in his mega church, you could probably buy a house for each and every one of these motherfuckers. I mean, we, not a big house. We could house, do it, so, not, we not could do it so easily. We could do it so easily. We have so much extra in this country. We have so much extra. The oh, problem yeah. is people like fucking Donald Trump that hoard it. Mm-hmm. Well, and don't share and don't want anybody else coming and competing. If we if we spent the money in this country wisely and yes. conservatively, yes, we all could do a lot better. Yeah, and if have we more didn't figure that five billion dollars is no big deal. That's that's a drop in the bucket when you can when you look at our total budget that we've inflated through having to fund our military. You know. To be so much larger than every other industrialized nation so in the world. Or, <laughs> or, or, or when we put more value on the few corporations in the country yeah. versus the many people in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And these are all based on Republican policies. Yeah. yeah. It's just so frustrating that we're surrounded by fucking idiots. Yep. But but I, I don't want to be paying them none of them taxes and getting yeah. going to any of them brown people. And these are all white people on welfare, too, by the way. Yeah. A lot of them. We're surrounded by idiots and people who are Fucking so hypocrites, man. complacent that they won't get off their asses and go out and vote these horrible monsters out of office. And yeah. when, I, when I hear people say, like, when you're talking about like, the welfare people, everyone I've known has had, had to take unemployment. They've never gotten more money in unemployment than they were getting their actual job. No. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can remember the, the last time I had to go on unemployment, and it was a big reason that I decided to leave the world of contracting and get a get a stable job where I'm always going to have a paycheck <laughs> with federal yeah. government. Yeah. <laughs> was was, uh. was I, you know, the, the contract that I was working on ended, and I was out of work for like seven months. Yeah. And went on unemployment. And at the time... At the time, I think I was making like 73 grand a year and on unemployment, I maxed out at $400 a week. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, I, I can buy, I can buy groceries and gas now. <laughs> yeah. You, you went from taking home like a thousand dollars a week to taking home like 
four hundred a week. Yeah, it's slightly more than a thousand a yeah. week. Yeah, to 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 four hundred dollars a, a week. week. Slightly better than nothing. Yeah, yeah. So that's when I well, I hate when people are like, well, they just you're able to make more money on on just these social welfare fuckers, than yeah. you are on uh when you get an actual job. All these like, social well, programs make it so much easy, you know, make it easy for people to just sit at home and do nothing. No, yeah. not, like, no, no, no. It, it, not social programs, it, entitlements. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's the other thing I hate. When people say like, it's my choice not to have kids. I don't want to have kids. Mm. They're like, well, you're not contributing to the system then. You're going to take from like, well, your social security and stuff when you get older and you don't have any kids that are paying into it. It's like, no motherfucker. <laughs> I'm been, paying into it. I've been working <laughs> since I've been 16. I've gone without, I've never had a break of not having a job since I've been 16 years old. And I yeah. paid Social Security that entire fucking time. Guess what? I'm going to pay more into Social Security throughout my lifetime than I'm ever going to take out of it. Mm-hmm. That, and that's and that's how it probably should work. But with the baby boomers, they did the opposite. They kept all of their money by voting against taxes. And, and then they flooded the Social Security system by saying, give me it. Well, and they also there's also the mistake of the I government. I paid into it my whole life. It's the, fine. You the know. government borrowing from the social security system and not paying it back, which they should not be allowed to do. Who, which party does that? Um, I'm not sure both, both have done both it. I think, do I think both have done it. <laughs> yeah, probably. Where where they'll for funding they'll they'll basically dip into social security funding to fund other things. And then and just go, oh, well, then, we'll pay yeah, it back sometime. pretty much. And that should be illegal as fuck. It should be like, no, yeah, you shouldn't be able to borrow from a social thing that the citizens, right. well, the citizens, like, so it should be, hey, the citizens are giving us federal taxes. We can use that for federal government stuff. Social security is, is for a social welfare program for the citizens. That money should be only used for social welfare programs for the fucking citizens mm-hmm. and everything should be okay, but it's not. I just, I just, I just, I'm just wondering when we're going to start watering all our plants with Gatorade. Mm. <laughs> I think week. you mean Brando? Brando. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and w- waiting for Luke Wilson to come save yeah. me. But I've, I've been lucky in the shutdown because luckily for me, my section that I'm working for in the government, it has funding for the next two years. Yeah. Well, and that's just it too. Like most of the government, they, ha- they haven't passed an actual budget funding the full government for years now since clinton it's been continuing resolution after continuing resolution and this is after all of the austerity bullshit that they passed the the nuclear option where oh well we'll just we'll drop this this bill that's going to be so awful that of course nobody will sign it except they did yeah (laughs) they cut funding for everything yeah that's that's like we talk about funding it's the weirdest thing like, I'm worried we're not going to have any funding for our fire department this next year because we didn't have any major fires on base mm. this year. Mm. The, the year prior, we had a couple of really good fires. We had one fire that could have went into the main area of the base and destroyed a whole bunch of buildings. Mm. But we we stopped it. We we blocked that fire. We got it moved in a different well, – we didn't move in a different direction. We, we kind of corralled it a different way. And, well, and now you didn't use the same amount of funding, so they'll they'll feel free well, to but, cut but, that funding But the back, thing is, yeah. is because of those and they saw some of our downfalls with how some of our trucks weren't working properly and stuff, they funded us last year for all this new apparatus because they saw, oh, shit. Yeah, we can see how that's a hindrance and that vehicle keeps breaking down and you really fucking need one of those mm. to help fight these fires. Mm. Yeah, we'll fund you for a new one. Mm. But this last year, they didn't see us working on any major wildland fires. So like, well, what'd you do? We came and we played games and yeah. watched TV. It's like, we didn't have like, sorry. Sorry, the desert didn't fucking torch like it did the year before. I, we'll start some fires <laughs> yeah. if that'll, I mean, if that'll help. But the thing the is, thing. it's going to happen again. Yeah. 
And unless those shortfalls that were addressed aren't ever fixed, bad shit can happen again. Yeah. Uh, there, there are findings all over throughout the IRS that, you know, this system is aging and failing and needs to be replaced. This, this system is so old that nobody even fucking knows how it works anymore. <laughs> we need to, re- you know, we need to create a replacement for it. And they cut funding for it. They cut funding and then they cut taxes, which means that they can't in the future provide more funding because yeah. the taxes have already been, it's just, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. And, re- and the Republicans who are doing this aren't cutting taxes for, you know, your regular average Joe, they're cutting taxes for corporations, for the yeah. mega wealthy. Yeah. People who don't need a tax cut. Yep. And, and the section of our society that pays 50% of the federal income tax comes from big wealthy corporations. And he cut that yeah. in half. It's like, well, now you're going to get 25% less than you're getting before. Cause you took the people that were giving us 50%, and you cut their shit in half. Mm-hmm. That's a big chunk of fucking money right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. That's a huge fucking chunk of money, which is why in what, 10 years, it's going to be over another, what was it? A couple. Yeah. That, blo- that just trillion. blows it up. I mean, you, the, the, yeah, the, the debt just keeps going up and up and up. The thing that they don't understand is that the operating costs and overhead and all that stuff is always going to be ticking over. You know, that's running constantly. Mm-hmm. So when you start, when you start cutting stuff out, like for your buddies and shit, your, your trillionaire buddies, when you start cutting out, they should be taxed at 80%. The people at the top. They used to be. Yeah. Those huge corporations, churches, and those huge corporations should be taxed at 80%. And we need to cut the military by 75%, move that money into education, and stop fucking around with uh, uh, border walls and shutting down the government and all this bullshit. There's Mm -hmm. so much. There's plenty to go around. I mean, if if you just did nothing else but tax the churches, you'd see a major increase. But you're doing that in at least five billion. <laughs> you do that, and 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 when you when you increase the taxes on the wealthy, you can cut taxes on the middle class, and yeah. you, and the middle class businesses are going to grow into bigger businesses. That's how it works. Well, and they 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 use this ridiculous argument that well, if you tax the wealthy so much, then then what's going to be the point of being wealthy? You're going to stifle innovation and create and creation, and there you know the job creators aren't yeah, going to be are creating more trickle jobs. down arguments. And, yeah, and that and that's fucking nonsense bullshit. Yeah, like it, are are you honestly telling me that if you owned a business, let's say you you own a business where you're making five million dollars a year, and they're going to increase your taxes by twenty percent if you make another million dollars? You're not going to expand your business to still bring home, you know, $800,000 more, you know, like the math just doesn't fucking work that way. People are always going to want to get more and you can continue taxing them more as long as they're still getting like you're not taking all of their earnings away. You're taking a higher percentage, but they're still earning a fuck ton of money and they'll still want to earn even more money. Yeah. They're not going to say, well, what's the point of doing this? I'm not going to make as much money as I want to. Yeah. I'd rather well, make it's... $12 an hour than $500 million. You're like, what yeah. the fuck? What are you talking about? It's, <laughs> it's kind of like I, I, I'd used the analogy once before and I can't remember when, but kind of going along the lines of you can only eat so many hamburgers. No matter if, if you make $10 an hour, or if you make a million dollars an hour, you can still only eat so many hamburgers. So if you make an extra $20 billion, there's a lot just sitting there doing nothing. Yep. The guy that makes $12 an hour, guess what? He can eat the same amount of hamburgers as you can, but it costs him way more to get those hamburgers. 
because it's way more of a chunk of his change coming out yeah, so he can feed himself. Yeah. yeah. We have one last story that I think may explain in part why Donald Trump is fine with having the government continue to be shut down, or at least parts uh-huh. of it continue to be shut down. This was published on December 26th on Politico. It says Trump lawyers citing shutdown ask court for delay in emoluments case. Lawyers for President Donald Trump are invoking the government shutdown to seek a delay in a court case over claims that Trump is illegally profiting from business his Washington hotel does with foreign countries. Yeah. Can, can, I, can I just add in here? Huh? Um, they found funding for the uh, uh, that uh, that that National Post Office, that historical post office building. That's part of a um, what is it? What's the name of the place? Oh yeah, Trump Towers. <laughs> they found funding for that place. They oh. they magically found money to fund that building, mm. that one building mm. that's in um, uh, that Trump Towers. I don't know who owns it, but it's in a Trump Tower. And uh, yeah, so they, they they found funding for that place. Luckily, <laughs> Justice Department attorneys representing Trump asked a federal appeals court on Wednesday to postpone indefinitely. All further filings in an appeal related to a suit that the governments of Maryland and Washington, D.C. filed over Trump's alleged violation of the Constitution's ban on foreign emoluments. You, you can't do that. They'll still work and look at these filings. They just won't get paid. Mm. Oh, OK. Yeah. Well, good for them. Well, at least they'll have something to do. <laughs> yeah. Instead of just sitting at home twiddling their thumbs. <laughs> That's... I'm sorry, but just real briefly going back to before, I, I said that, you know, I'm forced to work and I don't know if and when I'm going to be paid. And then we were also told that because we're working, we cannot file for unemployment. Like all of the yeah. government, wor- oh, all of the fucked. government workers who are not working can file for unemployment to have some kind of that's pay fucked. to bridge the gap, you know, in between when the government starts running again. But those of us who are being forced, forced to, to work. work Cannot file for unemployment because we're still working. That's so fucked. Yeah. So, it's like, so I get the benefit of not yeah. only getting no money and working, but I also will be able to bring in no additional income <laughs> through unemployment because wow. I'm working for free. It's it's a fucked up catch twenty two. Yeah, yeah. That that is a real one. It's that is it's a real really a real rock and a hard like, place right there. Like and, uh. and when I heard initially the government was shutting down, I was like, ah. Eh, yeah, you know, that sucks. It's going to be harmful and hurtful for a bunch of people. It's going to be completely wasteful, yep. whatever. And then it was like, oh, I'm an accepted employee. So I, I wait, I, it's going to shut down and I have to work also. And I don't yeah. know that I'm going to be paid. Like historically, that has always happened. But I don't know that that will happen this time because the orange fucking dipshit will have to sign off on legislation for, for doing that. And, and he, who knows if he's he going to do that. He probably yeah. won't sign off on it because he's like, well, we need to save the money. Yeah. And, and he's apparently got it tied into his own personal gain from what you're saying here. So yeah. well, he, and, he's incentivized to not have the government back up. Yeah. Well, and, and who knows how long the shutdown is going to go. Yeah. Or, so I could just be working indefinitely right. for this, free. Does he have it in the back of his it's mind? It's not like my bills take. It's not like my bills oh, yeah. get shut yeah, down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, this is exactly what we were just saying. And the government bills, the the economics don't shut down either. No, they right. just keep running. And so, yeah, that's right. why he's going to be one of the biggest debt inflators of all time. I, I wonder if he had it in the back of his mind that the government shut down, the Mueller probe would stop. Ah, yeah. Maybe. Which it didn't. I, yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. The government's brief is not due until January 22nd, but DOJ lawyers asked the fourth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals based in Richmond, Virginia, to put the appeal on ice until the shutdown ends. 
Quote, the department does not know when funding will be restored by Congress, justice lawyers wrote. Absent an appropriation, Department of Justice attorneys and employees are prohibited from working even on a voluntary basis, except in very limited circumstances, including emergencies involving the safety of human life or the protection of property. Undersigned counsel for the Department of Justice therefore requests a stay of briefing on the president's mandamus petition until Congress has restored appropriations to the department. A short time after the government filed the request, the court agreed to put the case on hold indefinitely. The Justice Department lawyers appear to be asking the appeals court not only to lift the deadlines in the case, but also to extend them by the duration of the shutdown once Congress and the president put new funding in place. Similar motions were being filed Wednesday on a variety of civil cases the federal government is involved in, including some litigation related to Trump's policy limiting grants of asylum. Mm. So it's just a big benefit for him, really. Yeah. The yeah. longer it's shut yeah. down, the more this is going to be put off. It's yeah. only prolonging the inevitable, though. Well, hopefully. Well, the, 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 these are this stuff is still going to happen. Yeah. Eventually, it will happen. Yeah. So he's just taking that bandaid off really slowly. But yeah, when I saw this this fucking turd standing in front of Mike's today, saying hey, it could be shut down for months or even yeah. years, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? Think of how much that would cost. Like, he government. doesn't he doesn't give a fuck about anybody else. He doesn't no, give a oh, fuck no. about you know, and I like I, I'm starting to get a little nervous and a little worried about well fuck, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make my next mortgage payment because yeah. like I said, I have a little bit of savings, but that's not gonna last forever. I have a little bit <laughs> a little bit of savings that's not going to last forever. And you know, h- how long is it going to be shut down and then what the fuck do I do? Yeah. 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 We you know, revolt. I, do do I just continue working i'm not going to continue working for, for free, free forever you know there i read a story and we heard reports earlier before we started the show that you know a bunch of tsa agents are just yeah. starting to call, call out sick, sick all the time now yeah because they're not getting paid so why the fuck go to work yeah mm-hmm. i'm i'm kind of feeling that way <laughs> i had to go well i told you guys i had to go get my crown worked on again yeah. today because it was it's still bothering me almost a month after getting it done and uh can't remember where i was going with the story but I had to go get that done and have it fixed. And, oh, you're, oh no! That I I told my boss, hey, I got to take half the day off to go oh, to the yeah, dentist. Yeah. And he seemed very worried that, that perhaps it was it was a ruse. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I hope everything goes uh, really well. Let me know how how you're doing. <laughs> but yeah, it's just really frustrating and yeah, becoming more and more worrisome and bothersome. And well, according to the Orange Menace. You wanted this shutdown. Oh, yeah, I love it. Every minute of it yeah. has been a, a fucking party for me. I mean, all these families that just spent all this money on their Christmas holidays and or vacations they might have taken to visit with family around this time. Yeah, they had this in the back of their mind that they needed all that money to be saved up because they might not be getting paid for a month. Well, and I, and I told you guys before the show that I've been contacted by a couple different uh, news media yeah. people who wanted to interview me. Uh, to to find out how this is impacting me and i said you know i'd i'd love to speak to you and i can tell you things off the record or you can use my name anonymously but i can't like speak. i'm in a i'm in a quasi managerial position and so i feel like i can't really speak to members of the press openly about mm-hmm. what i think and what is going on because i think it will have a negative, negative impact effect. on my job i'm like i post a bunch of shit out on facebook yeah. you can go check that out or or, or use my use me anonymously or whatever but yeah it just, I it uh, like like there's the double thing of okay, 
the government is shut down, but I'd get no time off for it. Nope. I'm still working, but I yep. can't really get anything done because the other 90% of the workforce isn't in. I'm working for yeah. free. I don't know when it ends. I've got bills coming up. I can't, I can't file for unemployment. I, it's just like, yeah, that's how so much, stressful. how well, much more could I be fucked in this situation? Yeah. Do you still accrue leave while you're? I don't believe so. And really? I think that's part of the legislation that they will have to pass for pay. That, that and, you get the, the leave that you earned yeah, while yeah. working for free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so that's fun. Man. I've been digging every minute of it. Yeah. That'll wrap it up for us this evening. Before we go, I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon patrons while we're hoping for more. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Mr. Alan Firth. Newmania. Christy Kalbach. Gaytheist. Larry Wilson. Stephen Andrews. Let them eat coffee. Three skeptical chaps. Ooh, <laughs> Michelle Short. Vanessa. Freethinker215. Captain Samples. Utah Outcasts. Janet Uter. Marius Kotbuchukowski. Wesley Aaron. Andrew Vodapich. Sailor Grin. Angelica Pearson. Jeremy Goodson. Perlison. Brandy Hamrick. <laughs> Megan Kennedy. The Fuzz. Jeff Peterson. Jesse Pointer. Savita Kuna. And the Purple Dragon. Yay. Thank you all very much. We really, really, <laughs> really, really appreciate it. <laughs> and if you can donate a can of soup to Dan, he would love it. Uh, I like soup. I'm getting old. I like soup. I like to leave parties early and come home and have a nice bowl of soup. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, everybody. I hope you had a, an amazing holiday, and hopefully this year will be the worst year in Donald Trump's life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so until next week, <laughs> crucify Congress. Leave a review if you want Obama back. And rate the show five times a day toward hand-drawn maps. <laughs> <laughs> now by dugway i know there's no cops there so i'll, I'll get out of my tar car and take a dump oh jesus really oh yeah there's a spot where there's there's a there, you have a you have a regular pooping spot not a regular one but like it's, <laughs> it's 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 the no go go no go area where if i leave work like i'll try to drink coffee like at seven uh -huh. we i usually leave at eight yeah i'm like i have to get that first pooping before i leave yeah sometimes I've only had, I've only had Sometimes to do it you once. haven't fully cleared the system. Yeah, so there's this place out there called Lone Rock where you just kind of pull off and off the road, uh -huh. and go down the dirt road a little bit, and uh -huh. pull off and take it up. <laughs> Except for on the weekends, it's not a good place to go because people like to go out there and go camping or shoot their guns. It's a it's a dump. Yeah, it's literally. Where, well, yeah. <laughs>